chapters 12, please. For the past couple of weeks, I've been, or we've been teaching and discussing on the anointing of God, what it is, what it can do, and how we can activate the anointing of the Lord to benefit our lives. And we discussed several things about faith, about words and speech, and about belief and how those things are all important in ensuring that the anointing of God in our lives <clears throat> is operational. Can we do can, can, can we look at something? Uh, Let's look at Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12, please. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 12. And uh, those who have uh, different versions, please just uh, prepare to read. But let's all first read together from verse 12. Please, let's read it. Shuffle the any toward sword, piercing even to the division. Yeah, let's let's pause there. Anybody with a different version? Amplified, NIV, NLT, ECV, CEV. Yeah, anybody with a different version? You all have the same. NIV, please, yes. For the word of God is alive and active. Yeah, and let's, let's slow so that we can all hear. For the word of God, the word of God is, alive. is alive. For the word of God is alive. <laughs> is alive. Yeah. Is alive and active. active. Okay. Sharper than any double-edged. Sharper than any double-edged sword. Now it's it's difficult for us to conceptualize uh, this reality because the word is or is different in terms of its meta constituency to the sword. Right? But he says that 
the word is sharper than any double-edged sword. It's not like, but it, in, in reality, it is sharper than any double-edged sword. Do you get that? It's difficult to mentally conceive how the word can be sharper, but he says it's sharper. That means the word can do whatever any knife or sword can do. Even though it does not possess the same composition as a sword. But it does and can do a better job than the sword. Yeah? It penetrates even to the even to now, the it penetrates where? Even to dividing soul and spirit. Into? Dividing soul and spirit. It penetrates into? Dividing soul and spirit. So the, the word can partition the spirit and the soul. So the word can cut the spirit. The word can cut the soul. And not only that, it can partition them. Yeah? Now, this word he's talking about is very interesting. L let's read. Joints and marrow. Ah, ha, ha. Joints and... So the word can cut through bone. Because he didn't say body. He was specific. He says the joints and the word. Yeah? It judges the thoughts and attitudes of the heart. Ah. Now, no, no. if imagine, imagine if 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 you had the, it's an instrument. Imagine if you had this instrument at your disposal every day. It says it judges. So the word can tell you what thoughts are right. What thoughts are wrong? Yeah? And attitudes of the heart. And attitudes of the heart. Yeah? Nothing in all creation is hidden from God's sight. Nothing in all creation is hidden from his sight. His sight. His who? Who? The word. Not God. The word. Follow context. Yeah? Everything is uncovered and laid bare before the eyes of him to whom he must give an account. Wow. Wow. Pause there. Amplify, please. Sango, you have amplified? Okay. For the word that God speaks. Slowly. For the word that God speaks. For the word that God. You see, if you read Amplified, it will throw you off. Because you will think. The reason why I wanted to go through all these different uh, <coughs> Bible translations is to pick out certain details or certain expressions that they give, which might throw a person off. Because he says, and it should be for the word that God thinks. For the word that, but read, read it as it is. We'll explain that. For the word 
Making it, making it active, operative. Do you see that? So, so God's word has operational power or operational capability. So it is, it is living or alive, right? And then it is powerful, right? Making it and oh that's what i wanted that's the that's the thing i wanted read there again energizing because the word for the word is alive and powerful is actually the word energies Ener and energies you find the word right don't miss that ne yeah. It is sharper than any two-edged sword, and penetrates to the dividing line of the head of life, soul, and the emotional spirit of the joints and marrow. Of the deepest parts of our nature, exposing and seeking and analyzing and judging the very thoughts and purposes of the heart. Wow. Wow. Yeah. But all things are open and exposed, naked and defenseless to the eye of him with whom we have to do. Let me read it. You read it fast, you see? For the word of for the word that God speaks is alive and full of power. Now the word he uses therefore alive in the Greek is 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 not zoe. Or, but Zao or Zao. Alright? It's Z O A. Zoa. Whatever you want to uh, spell it, right? Now, th that word refers to a life that is energized by God's very own life, making it living. Alright? Are you following me? The Bible talks about the four, the four living, why, why doesn't it say the four creatures? Why does it say the four living creatures? Why? That are before the throne. He's trying to point to the fact that these creatures are, are, are living by or sustained by the very life force of God. Alright? So God's life is not in blood. Neither is it in spirit. You understand? You understand? So he says, for the word of God is alive. Is alive. The word. Now, the word there is the logos of God, not the rhema of God. That's why I said the Amplified is misconstrued. All right? Because it suggests that it is rhema. But it is not rhema, it is logos. Because rhema is the word that God speaks. Right? L logos is the totality of God's thoughts. 
You understand? The thinkings of God. So when he says the logos of God, that tells you and me that anything that we possess that encapsulates God's thoughts, God's opinions, God's suggestions, has life flowing in it. You, you, you get what I'm saying? Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, this is where you need faith to understand this. This is where you need faith to understand this. Because we, 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 are, we are beyond uh, quantum analyzing or atomic levels of description. Here we are talking about the, the nature of things, the base of the base. You understand that? You, you know they say, they say if, if everything can be broken down, it'll be broken down to atoms. But within the atoms, there's another world. Within the atoms. That's called the, the quantum realm. Alright? So it's a realm within the realm. Do you understand? But what we are dealing with is the realm of realms. So you need faith. Because there's nothing to measure uh, this reality except faith. So the, the logos, alright? The logos, like I said, the totality of God's revelation, of God's thoughts, of God's opinions, he says, is a lie. Is a, is a lie. So when, when, when God wrote those commandments on the tablet of stone, those commandments are alive. Do you understand that? Nothing that comes out of God dies. Do you understand? Nothing that comes that proceeds from God dies. Because the Logos is, is the extension of the personality or the person of God. You understand? I'll repeat it. The Logos, the Word of God, is the extension of the person or personality of God. Now, he can choose to imprint or to extend himself by any means. But he has chosen that the highest expression of his extension is through words, through his logos. So, Rhema has to do with what God is saying now. Logos is everything God has ever said. Do you get that? Do you get that? Do, do, do you really get that? Rhema has to do with what God is saying. But Logos is the totality of everything he's ever said. So, in, 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 in the Bible, you find the Logos of God. There's no Rhema in Bible. You don't find Rhema in Bible. Because Rhema has to do with the voice of the Lord. In Bible, you find Logos. 
And that logos, the Bible says, is, 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 is pulsating with life. Zao, God's life. It's, it's pulsating. So we need to substantiate this before we can go further. Right? John 6, 6, 3. Quickly, please. <coughs> I want to, I'm talking about the anointing, okay? Because I believe this will be our last session. I believe. Not confirm. You there? Read, read it, please. It is the spirit that gives life. So, oh, if it's the spirit that gives life, this must mean that the word has what? Has, the, has been infused or impregnated with life by who? By the? Because Jesus said it is the spirit that gives away. Is the spirit, will, okay, 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 come, let, let's read. Yeah. The flesh profits nothing. Yeah. The words that I speak to you are spirit and they are life. Okay, okay. Let's look at let's look at let's look at uh is it second Timothy chapter three or first Timothy chapter three verse sixteen? Is it first? And then this side, first Timothy, this side, this side, first Timothy, this side. I want you to go to Romans chapter 8. Okay? Romans 8 verse 10. This side, 1 Timothy 3.16. Is, is it the one? No? So that's second. It's second Timothy 3.16. You got it? You got it? Let's start here with 2 Timothy 3.16. You got it? Okay, let's read it. All scripture is all, 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 oh, cool, oh, cool, oh, cool. Okay, not some again. All, everything that has been canonized by scripture has been, yeah, let me go there, let me go there, let me go there, let me go there, has been given by, oh, There you go. There you go. That means God was involved. Right? And, and, and what's your thing saying, Masango? Amplified? You amplified? What, what, what's, it, what's it saying? So all scripture has been given by, by the outbreathings of God. Has been breathed upon by God. Right? What's your amplified? Every, Every scripture is God breathed. Every scripture is God. Every scripture is. Every scripture is. Is God breathed. Yeah. Yeah. And it is profitable to instruct. Yeah. For reproof, yeah? For conviction of sin. For conviction of sin. Because it has, it, it, has, it has the element of the spirit in it. 
So you can convict a person of sin. Yeah? For correction of error. For correction in error. And discipline in obedience. And discipline in obedience. And for training in righteousness. He said, he said, this thing is the 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 is the syllabus of the the righteous training in life. Then continue, listen to what he says. Yeah. In holy living, in conformity to God's will, in thought, purpose, and action. So this thing has the power to conform your 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 personhood in thought, in character, in action to be like God. That's what righteousness means. So he says the scriptures are able to bring you, lead you into the righteousness of God so that your mind thinks like God the scriptures yeah yeah that so that the man of God may be completely and proficiently well fitted and thoroughly equipped for every good work wow Wow. Wow. And what is the source? This, this script. The script. The script. Because they've been breathed by. Let's go this side. Romans 8, chapter 9, 10, please. Yeah, let's read everybody here. But you are not in the flesh, but in the spirit. Yeah? If indeed the spirit of God dwells in you, you are in the spirit. If, if the spirit of God dwells in you, you are in the spirit. Yeah? <coughs> He's not easier. Now, 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 let's get there. Let's get there. Let's get there. Because what I want to establish is a base for what I want to teach you. Okay? But if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. Now, the translators there got it wrong. Because it doesn't make sense. And if Christ is in you, the body is dead because of sin. Does that make linguistic sense? Yeah? Read it, read it again. But how? Does it make sense? Let's, let's, let's look at Amplified. Let, 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 let's look at Amplified quickly. I'll read, it, I'll read the Amplified for you. Because I, I don't understand why they'd say that. I really don't understand. Or do you understand? Maybe you can come up with uh, an explanation that would convince me. Uh, listen to this. Listen. But if Christ lives now, Amplified got it. But if Christ lives in you, 
although although now it makes sense although your natural body is dead by reason of sin and guilt the spirit is alive because of righteousness now that still doesn't they missed it there do you see that they, they got the first part that if Christ is in you even though your body is dead because of sin because sin is in the flesh right it's working in the DNA so even though your body is dead yeah because of sin Usha. but they say the spirit is alive they're wrong they're wrong because the spirit is alive how is it alive you understand now let's let's crack it read read it you guys you guys read it yeah but the spirit is life because of righteousness how is the spirit life does, does that make sense does it seem does it seem like it's is what the Holy Ghost would say it doesn't seem like it right because it makes no logic the spirit is life because of righteousness this one says the spirit is alive because of righteousness but you need to get the context the context will tell us what really is befitting there so read read the the, the, the next verse 11 read the verse 11 then we'll come back to 10. oh 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 but if the spirit if the spirit of him so it's not your spirit who is alive but your spirit given life so it should read and if christ is in you though your body be dead because of sin the spirit gives it life gives what life your body do you understand because what they're trying to do is that they're trying to separate these two experiences they're saying your body is is dead but then your spirit is alive no your your spirit the spirit gives life to your body so how it should read is and if Christ is in you even though your body is dead because of sin the spirit gives it life because of righteousness you get that now let's read it again look at it <coughs> and if Christ is in even though your body is dead because of sin the spirit gives it life because of righteousness so it doesn't matter do you understand it, it doesn't matter that oh the sin in the flesh he says the spirit will give the body then you read verse 11 then the understanding comes and if the spirit do you see that and if the spirit so how we put it is actually the way it should be put not how they put it you understand and the spirit of him who raised jesus from the dead dwells in you 
Then he that raised Christ from the dead will also restore deities, Ashido, will also restore to life your mortal body. Do you see that? Do you see that? Do you, do, do you see how the context works together? See how they mess it up? Because what is alive? The spirit is alive because of righteousness. And uh, no. No. But then the spirit gives the body life. And by virtue of that, he will also give what? Life to your mortal bodies. So we can see that the spirit is responsible for the giving of life. So the spirit gives life. So we're going back to Hebrews, right? The spirit gives life. So the life that is inherent in the world is the life that comes from the spirit. You flow? Let's go back to Hebrews. Hebrews 4. And Jesus said it. He said, it is spirit and life. Same as Hebrews chapter 4. We will see it. Let's read. The source. What is the source of life? There it is. Hebrews 4.12. Let's read there again. <coughs> For the word of God is 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 notice he doesn't say is the word of God is what is your name what is your gender so what's that referring to personality so the word is alive. So if, if you want to know the, the word or the name of the word is alive. If you want to know the name of the word is powerful. Because that's the personality or the characteristic of the word. The word of God is characterized by zoe, life. It is characterized by power and a guess. Again, you got to flow with me because I'm going to lose you now because where are we going? So flow with me. Next, keep repeating it. The word is... So, let's read, please. The word of God is living and ah, remember what Amplified said operative uh, powerful energizing Ooh, energizing alright yeah so let's read it is powerful right it is alive it is powerful and it is sharper Right? That's the characteristic of the logos. So when you deal with logos, know you're dealing with life. 
you're dealing with power you're dealing with uh, uh, an instrument because he's he's liking and comparing it to a sharp two-edged sword and it's sharper than that sharp two-edged sword you get it you get it so if we are going to bring the logos to its base element what would we say what is the base element the substance of logos is living is powerful combine all those things what do you get what do you get what what do you get energy what do you get what do you get what do you get energy what do you get so 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 bring all those two together all those three together and we we say the logos is energy the word of god is energy does not have energy but is energy does not contain energy within itself but it is the very definition of energy the logos of god is 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 the logos of god is energy repeat it the logos of god is 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 let's break it down right okay the logos of god is all right there was a scientist a jewish scientist in the early 19th 18th 19th century by the name of albert einstein and he was the one that was attributed to have discovered what they call the law of relativity right and he discovered it by the creation of a formula right the formula to explain all of life and the operations of the universe was e is equals to mc squared now he said this was the formula of the universe that through this formula we can understand everything about the universe i believe the holy ghost gave him that formula e is equals to m c squared i woke up this morning 
and I was going to the other room to go and prepare my clothes. As I stepped into the other room, you know what the Spirit of God said to me? E is equals to MC squared. The Holy Ghost said to me, E is equals to MC squared. I stopped in my tracks. I sat down on the floor and I meditated. What could that mean? And I understood it. Because he says that all of all energy or energy is responsible for all matter. That's, that's the basis of that formula. Everything material is material because of energy. So he says, what is energy? Energy is matter times velocity squared or the speed of light squared. Right? The constant speed of light. That's what, that's what energy, that's what he says energy is. It is, it is energy E is equals to M for matter. Or and C at times C the constant of speed. The speed of so if 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 you take that and you calculate it, you will get what energy is. Now we can reverse it because because what is true for one side is also true for the other side, right? I don't know if I'm right or wrong. <laughs> but when you go to the other side, things start to get a little tricky, right? But really, the truth is that mc squared is equals to energy. So all matter times the velocity of constant speed is And you must understand that when you talk about speed, you are talking about motion, vibration. You get that? You get that? So he's telling you that you will find energy when matter is vibrated at a certain speed. So if this thing, this thing is vibrating at a certain speed, you understand? So, so we, we, we see a speaker, right? But it's composition is energy. The only reason why you're seeing it as a speaker is because you are vibrating, your mind is vibrating at this thing at the same frequency. But in reality, all things are energy. Let's prove this thing. Because I, I, this is not what I want to talk to you about, right? But we're going somewhere. John 1, verse 1 to 3. That's why I said I didn't want to lose you. <coughs> I, I didn't want to lose you. You see that?
Because that, that, that we, 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 we can, we can, we can uh, develop a formula for logos. I'll show you now. Let's read, please. In the beginning was the word. Oh, I told you that's, 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 that's wrong, but just read it. <laughs> just, just, just read it. Yeah? So, if the word is energy, and energy is responsible for all physical matter, all physical matter, everything that is physical owes its physicality to energy. Don't lose this train of thought, okay? Read there. Verse 2, please. He was in the be- he was in the beginning. He was in the beginning with God. This guy called Logos. He was there in the beginning with God. Right? Yeah. All things. Oh. Yeah. Hey, Baba. All things were made through him. So if if we 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 could bottle life, we could bottle anointing, we could bottle what we call glory, we could bottle power, right? And sea, wind, air. And look into its constituencies to see their DNA, what they are made of. You know what we will find? You know what we will find? You know what we will find? Yeah? You know what we will find? What do what will we find? The word. Because we already established the word is energy. What we will find is the word. And how does the word look like? Energy. So if, if you take anointing, take power, take uh, 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 glory, take, take all of them. At its base level, they look the same. All things were made by him. This means that the energy of words is what facilitates the universe. Who <laughs> was that? Oh, you savage! The energy of the world facilitates the universe. Remember, we established that the word is energy, right? The word is, and we said that energy is the infusing of what? Of life and power. So all energy must have life. All energy must have some form of power. You get that? 
Yeah? All things were made through him or by him. Right? Now, the word through here is dia. It means channel. It's a channel. So, all things were made through him. Yeah? Well, let's be slow there. And without him, without him, without him, without him, yeah? Did you hear the construction? Let's read it again. And without, read it from, read it, read it from Kodi Mukwa. All things. Say by him, okay? All, all, all things, all things were all things were made by him. Yeah. And without him, nothing was made that was made. Without him. That means without him, nothing is ever made. Now let's look at the word made there. It appears three times, right? All things were made. Now, instead of made, put the genomai or genomai. Ne? All things were genomai by him. And apart from him, nothing was genomai that was genomai. Now, let, let, me, let me tell you what genomai means. To genomai means to generate. To produce. So all things were produced by him. You, you follow me? All things were produced, generated by him. Okay? And apart from him, there's no generation. There's no production. Nothing goes into production without him. So, every living thing or everything in the universe exists because it has been what? It has been injected or touched or affected or bypassed. What? The energy of the world. Okay, okay, we, 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 we're building this thing. Ne? Hebrews chapter 1. He, go to Hebrews chapter 1. Let's find out if what we are insinuating is true. Ne? Hebrews chapter 1. Uh, are we there? Alright. Verse 2. Okay. Verse 1 to verse 3. God spoke. God who in various times spoke. Oh, God, who in various times spoke. Remember we said for everything to be, there needs to be the presence of Logos, the energy. Okay? God, who spoke. Okay, Logos is present. Lamont, continue. It, to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his 
Oh, who is his son? His son is the word, the logos made flesh. Jesus is not the rhema of God. He is the logos of God in form. He has spoken to us in these last days by his, <coughs> his son, right? Whom he has appointed heir of all, through whom he also... Yeah. You saw that? You saw that? You saw that? By whom? Oh! So Jesus is the energy of the universe. He, he, he was who Einstein was referring to all along. He was the E. He was the E. Jesus. Let's read. Who being the brightness of his glory, the express image. Now, 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 let's see if I'm right. Now, let's see that the reason why that thing is matter and is vibrating at a certain speed is because of the energy of Christ or the energy of the Logos. And he says, without him, this thing can't be. Let's find out if that is true. Ne? Let's read. Who upholds? Oh. Who, 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 who what? Oh. So, so, so this thing owes its existence to Jesus. Thus, the head on your head owes its structure to Jesus. He upholds all things. So, so what we don't see in, 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 in the flow of life is the continual pulsating energy that's continuing to flow. He upholds all the ah she he sustains it he's the glue of creation he's the glue of all matter yeah he upholds all things by the by the by the achieve by the energy of his power by the energy of his power by the word of his power by the energy so who is the word the energy who is jesus the energy who is the holy ghost the energy who is god the energy there's a reason why i i i, I want you to to get this anger there's a reason. Okay? So he upholds all things. So this thing it doesn't owe it to gravity. Gravity owes, if it exists, its existence to energy. So all the laws that are in the universe exist under the auspices of the energy. 
Окей. Это Марта в Туаге, от 3. Хибрус 11. Without him. Without. Without. Now you see why the spirit follows the word. Not the word follows the spirit. <laughs> you understand it now? Why the spirit is incapable without the word. He needs something released. So even the spirit, the very energy of God depends on energy. And if energy is responsible for all matter, all matter, dark matter, light matter, all matter, doesn't matter what matter, energy is responsible for it. If that's the case, that means that you, 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 you are the most powerful species in the universe. If that is true, it means you are the most powerful species in the universe. You are the most powerful species. And, and my, my duty today is to help unlock it. You, that means you are the most powerful species on earth. Because you... You, you don't share in, you have the DNA of God. Let's read. Hebrews 11. And then I want you to go to 1 Peter chapter 1. Ne? Hebrews 11 or 1 Peter chapter 1. So Mike, do you understand why Jesus could walk through walls? He was the energy responsible for the world. You understand now why he could walk on water? He was the energy responsible. And do you know, do you know water? Water is the only thing in creation that has, that has, that has the, uh, what, what do I call That has the same genetic code in the spirit and in the natural. Did, did you get what I said to you? Water is the same substance that has the same genetic code in the natural and in the spirit. This thing, if we dissolve it, you won't find it like this in, this, in, in its base form. But water, you still find it like this. Bible says, from under the throne, there's a what flowing? There's a of what? Of the water of oh. there's a river of the water of there's a river of the water of there's a river of the water of is where? In heaven. From the throne. There's a 
river issuing forth. That's called the river of the water of life. It's not the river of life. It's the river of the water of life. And it looks like water. And it is water. That is called the water of life. That comes from the throne. The water of life. He says, the one who drinks there, he lives forever. The water of the water of the water of Zoe. So, according to God, life looks like water. And that is why water is responsible for all life. The earth comes from the water. All creature comes from the water. Both those that come from the sea and the earth. The water of out of him shall flow rivers of out of him shall flow rivers of out of him shall flow rivers of so water is the same whether in the spirit or in the natural. Okay, where does water come from? Now it's a guess. <laughs> Let me show you. Let me sh- can I show you? Yeah. Job. You, you see, all other things, Michael, all other things ha- had to go through an elemental process to become this matter, not water. Water came out as it is. But why, why, why didn't God make man out of or form the body of man out of the strongest element? Why didn't God take rock? Why did, why did God take rock? Or why didn't God take the grass? No, he could have. You made, you made, you made out of clay, out of dust. Why, could, why didn't he use a rock? Or clay. Everybody's silent. <laughs> Why? Bible says he used what? A clay. Clay. What clay? What clay? What clay? It's 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 what what clay mixture of the two elements of the earth. What are they? All beasts come from where? Uh, all beasts come from the water and the Genesis. They come from the water and the earth, out of the ground, right? Out of the sea. And God, God made the body of man out of both water and for what purposes? I'll show you.
Don't forget what I'm, we're talking about again. Job chapter. They don't know. Job chapter 38. Verse 8. Are we there? Read, read quickly. For who shut in the sea with doors? Who shut in the sea with doors when it what? And I told you, that word is not womb. That word should be matrix. He says, when it issued forth from the womb, what is the matrix? Or what is the womb? What is the womb? What is the matrix? Hebrews 11 verse 3. And it issued forth from the womb. So, born. Every animal, every creature has some sort of womb. Because nothing in creation just comes. It has to go via the... Like you, right? You came, your spirit came from heaven. From God. But before you could go, you couldn't just go into earth. I mean, I mean, I mean the, the angel had to go look for a what? A womb through which the word or the Lord God himself needed to come through. God couldn't just come down and like... I'm here. <laughs> right? If you wanted to have rights of function in the earth, he needed to come via a womb. So the womb or the matrix of a man is in the woman. Do you understand what I'm saying? Now, now this thing issued from somewhere. It's not the power plant where it was produced. We are talking about its material of composition. They don't come from here. They come from the womb. But for them to be formulated to this way, it had to go through many processes from the womb, which is called the matrix. If you haven't watched the movie Matrix, go watch it. Today, Download all three of them and watch them. Because there's, there's an element of reality in, 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 in that story. And it comes from, again, the Bible. Right? So where does water come from? God says the water comes from the womb. It's not me. The water comes from the matrix. And it was the same like when you are not, you are not, you, you are the same now, but you had to go through different stages of growth from the womb. Again, and you needed even to wait for biological process to take place in order for you to come. 
You didn't just boom boom out of anywhere. Water had no biological process. It came out the same way it was in the other side. You, you get what I'm saying? But the bridge between this uh, dimension of matter and the energy is what? Is the matrix. The matrix is the bridge between the matter, things becoming matter, and them remaining energy. You get me? Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. So the anointing is restorative energy. <laughs> Create, wonder what Jesus does. He's anointed with power, right? And he does what? He heals. Now, what's to heal? To heal is to mend what? A process that was broken. Because a disease is a bridge. Do you understand what that is? It's a bridge. In the normal process of life. So when the anointing comes, it does what? It restores the order of that organ. It restores the order of that part. And, and what? And restores harmony. So what healing is, is actually what? Is actually a harmonization of that part. By doing what? By eradicating the oppressant. Do you understand? The oppressant. By instilling what? Harmony. And infusing what? Energy. You get it? L let me put it in a way you understand. Panado. Right? It's a pill. It's a pill. It's hard. Right? But for it to heal, you can't heal you like that. Did you get it? It has to what? It has to dissolve into atomic particles. Right? And when it, after it dissolves into the atomic particles, the receptors in your mind read it, and whatever drug is in there begins to do what? Begins to cause the neurons to refire properly. Only for a short time. But it does it, it's a drug. What's a drug? A drug is, is what the anointing is to our body. It is, the, it is the key, it is the access in, into, a, into another dimension. And that's why he says all sorcerers, all pharmacons will not see the kingdom of God. Because it's trying to access spiritual possibilities. Through what? Through witchcraft or through sorcery. We talk about energy. Those Amazonians or those tribes that are deep in the in the jungles, alienated from modern civilization. How have they survived all this long? And live to 80, 90, 100 without the use 
of modern medicine. And they're much stronger than we are today. And how is it we have multi-billion dollar, trillion dollar industry in the pharmaceutical industry and there's no cure of anything they've ever produced? We still get sick. <laughs> Heaven by now they've discovered a way to do produce one pill that will deal with that ailment forever. No. It is system. Witchcraft, sorcery. And, and that's what we are doing. We are participating. Hebrews, Hebrews, Hebrews chapter 11. So what the anointing does is that God, God didn't anoint Jesus with uh, uh, pharmaceutical abilities. He anointed him with anointing and power. Power, power, the word power is dunamis, right? It, 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 it's where we get the English word dynamo. Not dynamite. Dynamo. Dynamo is a, is a self-oscillating generator. It generates energy by itself without the need of electricity. So the oscillation happens mechanically, but it itself produces electricity without needing any electrical supply. That's a dynamo. And it is interesting from where we get the same word power, dunamis. That means it is power that does not need what? Support. You, you get what I'm saying? You understand what I'm saying? So when we look at everything from the energy standpoint, now you understand everything. Everything makes sense. And the need of the anointing in our lives becomes much more paramount because we understand that in our lives there are, there are other forces or dark energies that will try to destabilize our harmony. That's why he says the word does what? It separates the partitioning of the soul and body and marrow to bring what? to bring harmony so he says in Hebrews 11.3 by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the energy of God so that the things which are seen now let's look at the things which are seen let's look at them let's look at them those are things that are seen, right? Everything. The things which are were not ah, shidiwe. The things which are seen were not of things which are the things which are do not come from things which are so what this comes from is not seen. 
Hey. What this now? Let me show you. Let me show you. First, second Corinthians chapter 4. It's all in the Bible. Verse 18. I want you to read that thing slowly. Remember what is seen, like this guy, right? And this guy is made from what is not seen. You, you, you follow? You follow? But you look, no, it's made in the factory. No, the word doesn't say that. Wow. If, if everything comes from what is not seen or what is not visible, let me ask. Are thoughts visible? Are words visible? So, thoughts are not visible. But they are responsible for what is seen. Words are not visible. But they are responsible for what is seen. So, words and thoughts really are what? Energy. That's why Peter said, I said go to Peter, because I wanted to show you this. That's why Peter says, gird up. Let me show you. Let me show you quickly. Let me show you quickly. Let me show you quickly. Let, let me show you quickly. First uh, uh, Peter. First Peter, first Peter, first Peter. First Peter chapter 1, verse 13. You, you will realize that you, you, are, you, are, you, you are a factory of possibilities. We, 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 we lord women for the ability to give birth. But the human being is much more capable for, than that. You must understand, he is made from the energy of the creator. Do you understand? That means, if, 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 if you are made from the energy of the creator, that means anything you do, in one way or another creates. Your thoughts create. Your words create. Your actions create. Everything that you do creates. Because you are made in the image of God. That means you have in, in your DNA inherently the DNA of Christ. I'll show you. I'll show you. And I'll show you how to unlock it. How to unlock it. I was shocked. You know when the Lord showed me this, I was shocked. Let's read Therefore, verse 13, chapter 1, 1 Peter. Therefore, gird up the loins of your mind. Now, that's, that's, that's deep. That's deep. Because the word loins there, you know what it means, Mike? The procreative power 
or the procreative center. Let's read it. Gird up the procreative power or the procreative center of your dianoia. Get up the procreative power of your dianoia. So your dianoia has procreative power, which the Bible translates as your, as your mind, right? But really, the word mind there, the word mind there is actually eyes. Your dianoia is the, is the seeing part of your soul. Okay. Ephesians chapter 1. So he says, Gird it up, protect it. The procreative power of your dianoia. Your, the procreative power of your. Look at me. The procreative power of your. Or let me put it this way the power center of your dianoia. He says, Gird it up. And I said to you, Dianoia, the word there translated mind is Greek dianoia. Dianoia, I say to you, is the eyes of your mind. Remember, you have three sets of eyes. You have the eyes that you see with, you have the eyes in your mind, and you have the eyes in your spirit. It's another day, another story. I said Ephesians, quickly, please. Give me time, all right? Give me maybe 45 minutes. Okay? I'm trying to help your life here. And I need time. Praise the Lord. Amen. Praise Sabbath today. The Lord's day. So it belong, your time belongs to me. It's the Lord's day. Come on, come on, come on. Let's read. Verse 18. The eyes. the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. That's the same word, dianoia. He says, the eyes of your understanding be flooded with light. Wow. What's so important about dianoia? Notice, notice. That you may know. So until this area of your life is not flooded with light, you will not know. You will, you will not oida. You will not be aware. You will not be conscious. Of what? You will not be conscious of the, 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 the hope of his calling. No, let, let's leave that. You will not be conscious of the exceeding greatness of his power. So you will walk around. You will walk around with all the power of the universe in you. And still be defeated. And still be challenged. And still be failing. Yet inside you is all divine energy. He says, that's why he wants the eyes of your understanding flooded with light. That you may be conscious. Conscious of what? Of, listen, listen to that. The exceeding greatness of power. Hooper below megatons. Dunamis iskus. The same power by which Jesus is sitting on the throne. He says he's inside you. He says, the power which he works, by which he is able to bring all things under his feet, he says, is in you. 
But he says the problem is, there's a problem somewhere in your dianoia. That, 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 that's failing to make the what? The connection of the flow of the energy that is responsible for what is seen. But it is created from the unseen. In the Bible, the Bible talks about how in the antediluvian age, in the days of Noah, how man began to invent things. Romans. Romans. They invented sins. How, 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 how could they invent? How could they invent? Dianoia. Greeks call it Dianoia. Jews, Hebrews call it Yetzah. It's, it's, it's the dimension of existence that controls or has controlling power over every seen thing in the, in the world. Anything that can be seen is temporal. Anything that is seen, that is visible, has an expiration date. So there, 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 there is no such thing as conditions that are unchangeable. If a doctor says this thing, cancer can be healed, he's lying. If it can be seen, it is healable. He is only exposing you to the limitations of his own mind. That's why in reality you don't need any doctor to heal you. Your, your body is capable of healing itself. The problem is that you, you, you need an enlightenment. You need a flooding of light into your dianoia systems. Once that light comes, you will realize that, brother, you can tell a car to close and it will close. You can tell a headache to stop and it will stop. You, you can tell money to come and it will come. Why? Because everything is controlled from the unseen realm. This is life. This is life. It's tough for people to, to believe that they can, they can make money while sleeping. Why? Because of how we've been trained. <laughs> Jesus says all things are possible. In fact, in fact, at one point he said anything. Do you understand that? Do you understand that? And so the laws of possibility are not confined within what? Within the, 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 the limitation of the system. But they are limited by your own understanding of what is possible. So once the understanding, the dianoia switches on, you, can, you realize that it's, it's possible to live however you want. You can live in a cave. Just leave it. I said what again? 
Oh, Romans, invention of sins. Chapter 1. Are we there? Let's read. Verse uh, verse 24. Therefore God also gave them up to uncleanness in the lusts of their hearts to dishonor their bodies among themselves who exchanged the truth of God for a lie and worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator who is blessed forever. Amen. For this reason, God gave them up to what? To vile passions. For even their women exchanged the natural use for what is against all this lesbianism, homosexuality. Likewise, also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in lust for one another. Men committing what is shameful with men and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error, which was due. Follow? And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a debased mind. Are you there? To those things which are not fitting, being filled with all unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of anger, evil-mindedness, they are whisperers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, there you go, inventors of evil things. They, inventors of evil things. And do you know how they invented it? Do you know? Dianoia. Yetzah. Through their imagination. That's what, that's what, that's what dianoia actually is. It's the imagination, imaginative part of your mind. And, and you know what is responsible for unlocking that part? He says, he says, he says, the entrance of your word gives, gives and adds understanding. The entrance. The entrance of divine logos. The entrance of energy. He says it unlocks the potentials of your dianoia. Visualization. How you can visualize a reality. <laughs> no, I'll show you in the Bible. You saw that there were inventors of evil. That's what dianoia does. Genesis 6. So that you see that. <coughs> Verse 5. Verse 5, you there? Genesis 6, verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was. You see, you see, thoughts are what organizes energy. Are the part of you that organizes the energy, that forms the energy. 
It's the last process before materialization. Okay, hold Genesis 6. 2 Corinthians chapter 4. And you'll be shocked at what unleashes this divine power. You there? Let's read, please. 4 verse 18. 2 Corinthians. Now, we need to be slow there because you might not understand what's said there. While we do not scopeo the things which are seen. Now, the word scopeo is the Greek word that means to put under a microscope or to consider. Alright? So, he says, while we do not use the word consider, while we do not consider, we, we see them but we don't consider them. Do you understand that? We see them, but we don't focus on them. You, you get that? You, you, you get that? You, 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 you feel the cut. You can see it. You feel the pain. But you don't scope on it. You don't dwell on it. Let me put it that way. So it says, while we scope or not, or consider not the things which are seen, so everything that is seen should not be regarded. Yeah. Okay, okay. Do, do you know, do you know in quantum physics, they've discovered that energy localizes to consciousness. They made a discovery. They were, they were observing some particles, right? Now, during the observation, they noticed something strange, that when they were looking at those particles, they came alive, they started moving. But when they moved, looked away from the particles, the particles didn't move. So they, they said, they began to say that they, at a subatomic level, particles or matter responds to consciousness. Now, what I just read you is what they found out. Because Paul is telling us not to set our attention on what we can see that we don't like. Because the more you focus on it, the more its reality crystallizes in your life. So he says, for, for it to delocalize, he says, look away. So he says, everything you focus on will have power over you. He says, see it. No, don't, don't close your eyes to it. He says, just don't see it in your mind. Because once you see it in your mind, the attention you give it crystallizes it. It's strange. It's strange because it's something that was done live. They looked at it and the thing started moving. They looked away, the things didn't, it was like they don't exist. They only existed when they were given attention. Hey. 
So when you think you, you, you are doing yourself justice by focusing on the problem, but what you don't know is that you are doing your life an injustice because the more you focus on it, the more real it becomes until its materialization becomes crystallized. Because you have made it what? You, 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 by your, by your attention, has brought it to life. Just the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. But they are mighty to go through God for the pulling down of strongholds and every thought and imagination that what that poses itself beyond the knowledge of Christ. And he says you bring every thought to captivity, to the obedience of Christ. You see it? Because these are images from another nation. That's imagination. Images in motion. Images from another nation. So he says, why we look not at the things which are seen. He didn't say we do not see them. You see that? It's fine. <laughs> why we look not at the things which are seen. Yeah, really, please. But at the things which are not seen. So, so he said you must look at the things which are not seen. Huh? It doesn't make sense. But it makes reality because it is from the unseen that the seen is made. Do you understand that? So he says, don't look. Don't look at that thing. Don't look at it. Don't give it life. Don't give it power. Don't give it exi existential authority. He says, look at what is not seen. For what is not seen is forever. Oh, what is not seen? What is not seen is your healing. What is not seen is your breakthrough. He says, look at that. Consider that. Focus on that. Go, go, go into a microscopic analyzation. Because he, he wouldn't tell you to look at it if it was not there. So you can superimpose over the seen by what? By giving attention to the unseen. So you can change seen reality by unseen reality. Energy. So what happens when a person is sick? Oh, I'm sick. Oh, God, I'm sick. Oh, God, I'm sick. Oh, God, I'm sick. Oh, God, oh, this pain. Oh, this pain. Oh, in your dianoia, you have already did what? crystallized it. Now it has become your reality. Let's go whew, Genesis to substantiate this fact. And then we, are, then we unlock we unlock the, the secret, the key to releasing the energy. Alright? It, 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 it all aligns with what I've been teaching you. The words, the speech, the belief. But this one is, this one is strange, Mike. Gen, Gen 6, 5. You, you saw it, Masago? Yeah? It says, for the things which are seen are temporal. But they only what? They only extend their time in your life because you give it what? Attention. 
All seen things are temporal. They age. The unseen is forever. So imagine if your health came from the unseen. Your wealth came from the unseen. Your peace came from the unseen. I'll show you how. I'll show you how. Baba, you can lie on your bed and make your life. You can lie on your bed and make your life. Do you hear what I said to you? You can lie on your bed and make, and make, and make your life. That's it. Then the Lord saw. The Lord what? The Lord what? The Lord what? That the was in the earth. And that every Ashidu, Ashidu. Every Yesa of their image of their heart was evil continually. So the Lord said, I will destroy man whom I created. He, he was destroying them based on what, Mike? Based on their? What they formulated in their minds. Not based on what they were doing, but what, based on what they were going to do. The judgment, think about it. The judgment came because they imagined it. And they intended to do it. Because the Yetzirah to God is active, is alive. It's where God judges from. From the Yetzirah. Since every intent of their imagination. The Yetzirah. So they were there, we're going to kill, we're going to rape, we're going to do this, we're going to... We, they haven't even done it, but they had already done it. Je Jesus says what? He says, verily I say unto you, 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 you had it said that thou shalt not commit adultery with a woman. But verily I tell you, he says, he that looks, that what? That what? That what? That done it. He did what? And what? And a woman. So as to what? Last after her. He says, I tell you the truth. He has already committed the adultery in his heart. Jesus said, you, you, you did it. You look at a woman and in your mind, he says, you did it. Bunch of adulterers in here. Concept, yes, he come on over Ori, woo, baby. Ori, Asha, Utimaginally Asha, Bialo. Did you yam time between Brexit yam time that too? Says you have what? You have. This is Jesus. He says you have done it in your yet. Imagine, you, you, you didn't even do the act. So the imagination is the act. So 
the, in God's eyes, the imagination is the reality. Now you see how powerful the answer is. Let me show you. Matthew 15. See, your, your Yetzirah is walking over driving wrong things. Your Dianoia is operating wrongly. Satan has hijacked it. And through it, he can perpetuate destruction. It's over. In God's eyes, Yeah, I didn't lift a finger, Mos. In your in your Yetzar, remember what is seen is made from the unseen. So if it happens in the unseen. It doesn't need to happen because it is a, the reality is established in the unseen. All of a sudden you realize I need to mind my words, but more especially my thoughts. Have, have, have you ever been, the cheats, you know? family or friends you're chilling together you know you, you're just enjoying each other's company and then with some wrong flow wrong energy all of a sudden the whole place mood ya change have you ever been in a place like that have you ever found yourself in a situation like that and then the whole place just all of a sudden the free of my sanity uncomfortable I get a little, 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 one key man. I get more cold. Young Sinda. Usinda in. Usinda in. The energy that's produced from there, from the Yetra. Ask them to pronounce it. Let's hear. You see, the energy that's coming off from there, Yetra. Or, or, or sometimes, sometimes, chomia shapagi depression. Ne? Utwilem natoli jovial, utwagohenu, umnati, and then ufitara. How about utwagi depression? But immediately, no sense or who have you What are you sensing? Because you have a, the human being, you, your spirit, you have, you have inherent receptacles. You can sense the Lord is city sharp. Again, I grow up with a little phone only, little TTT. Oh, babes, how are you? I'm cool, I'm cool. She said I'm cool, but what she's giving off is not cool. And then I'm with Marafirala. No, she said I'm cool, but no, what you give? I hear the voice is cool, but the energy is not cool. Where is it coming from? They are dianoia. See how powerful they are? 
See how powerful they are? Then you find there are people who can just get in the room feeling. Just feel the whole room. Is what? Yeah. Matthew 15. So when Jesus says, do not worry, he's saying, he's talking about a very serious thing. He's not just, do not worry, it's a very serious thing. Because what worry is, is a contamination of energy. Is the hijacking of what? Is the hijacking of the procreative center. So he's sailing in the steering wheel. And nothing good ever comes from worrying. How worry, hurry. Just be anxious. Let there be no agitation in your thoughts concerning your life. See, if you find yourself being agitated, you know what you're creating? You're creating a, a, you're creating a ball of destruction. A fireball of destruction. Relax. You, you don't feel what I feel. What I see, you don't feel. Oh, 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 you, you show well, I don't feel it. And I don't intend to. Because what you feel will translate into reality. Did you notice, did you notice in Galatians 5, every, everything in the lives of people that ever became good or destructive came because of emotions. What are emotions? Energy in motion. That's why the Bible says, against these there is no law. And what are those? The emotions of the spirit. The, <laughs> let's leave it. I'll deal with it maybe Tuesday. I told you the base of life is emotions. How people, how people uh, are able to achieve great or poorly in life is based on their emotions. Love is what? Faith is what? Faith is what? Self-control is what? Joy is what? Peace is what? And all those are what? Energy. And the Bible says against such there is no law. Uh, let's read this uh, chapter 15 and then where do we go? Let's go to Isaiah. I'm sure your thing is full. Eh? Read those scriptures. Read 15, 15, 15 please. Verse 16. 15, 16. I also without, Jesus said, I also without understand. Do you not understand that whatever enters the mouth goes into the stomach and is eliminated? But those things which proceed out of the mouth come from the heart and they defile a man. In other words, they change the state of a man. 
They can change the life of a man. Are those things that come from the heart, which come from the heart. I mean, the mouth, which come from the heart. For out of the heart, through the mouth, proceeded murders, adulteries, fornications, thefts. Where do thefts come from? From the heart. Look at Jesus. Are from the heart. From the evil thoughts. Where do they come from? The heart. Thefts, murders, adulteries. It's not the action. It's where it comes from. Now let, let, me, let me show you this principle in motion. Isaiah 26. Isaiah 26. And then we'll go to Acts chapter 10. Where we started that we didn't read. And then we'll go to uh, Matthew chapter 4. And then we'll go to Matthew chapter 17. And then we'll go home. Amen. Praise the Lord. Play, play. Maybe they'll, you know, they'll come alive. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Remember all these things I've been, we've been sharing, né? Energy, all these things. Don't forget them. Don't forget them because they're all about to make faith in a few minutes. Okay? Isaiah 26, verse 3. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Glory. Bibles, this one the Bible says be joyous at all times. Laugh. Amen. Laugh. Learn to laugh. Amen. Learn to laugh. All right? It's medicine. It's medicine. People who laugh frequently have already sick. They should do the study and they'll find out. Yeah. Mary, have a merry heart. You know what drives the boats? You know what drives the bones? What? You know what drives the bones? A sorrowful drives the bones. Supernatural weight loss. Get into that dimension. <laughs> when you're happy, your flesh is, is heavier, it's thicker. Is brighter, is lighter. Even if you are black, but it's brighter. <laughs> How can you tell that Wamono is black, but Wamono only glow? Because that glow penetrates through the pigments. <laughs> Happiness. Amen. That's why you should be happy independent of any surroundings of anyone. Because if you base your happiness on, on Mike, <laughs> because Mike is like the wind of the sea.
You understand? You base your happiness on now is a pubes. One moment the, the lion is chilling. You know, like this weak thing. The next moment is terrorizing, cutting off, killing. It says, be strong, be joyous in the Haibe Jesu Aho. How can we, when our lives is so connected? Problem, yeah, how you connected too much. <laughs> Let me show you what a fear is. is a powerful energy. Fear is an energy. It's an emotion. Let me show you. Bro, let's just say you're tired. You know, better go construction, you go out heavy, heavy, tired. Feel tired, oh, you know, I'm tired. And then Mara said, What's going to happen to you? Yeah? Salabang Vusem Soup. What's your good? What are the midgets? What, what changed their and it was fear. Imagine faith. Imagine love. A person would die for love. Me. A mother would forget what they'll forget for their child. They'll be flying. Why? Love. And sometimes those reflections are autonomous. Salawa no telephone radar. Or something we radar. Salawa wanna move around. Why? Why? You have some value toward it. But I just said it again. Jesus Peter was sinker. No more share, my friend. Why? Because God does not respond to fear. God does not respond to doubt. God does not respond to unbelief. You can be sinking right before him. He'll let you go. Because those things are not enough to, to cause a response from him. But you begin to have faith, to show belief. God will respond in the craziest of ways. Now you can understand how certain things in the spirit flow. Certain emotions are not attractive to God. That's why he says he will have no he will have no part in his kingdom. He that does not choose to forgive his brother from his heart. It's a serious thing. When prayer It does nothing. You're like a going, going symbol. Or banner in the spirit. 
Every time you say Kabonda, boom! <laughs> you and your friends, Liburis or Ratenelez, Kalanska, bang, bang, bang. Sorry, someone a lawyer, headache. Why? There's something in you, in your heart, in your yetza that does not resonate with what you are trying to get God to do for you. See that? Forgive from the heart. And let go. Forgive from the heart. Let go. Be a specialist in a, Because once you understand the issue of energy, you realize that the world, the energy, does not function or is, is short-circuited in the presence of all these things. Malice, anger, bitterness. Get that? Now, there are some people that are like leprosy. You don't associate with leprous people. Do, do, do you get what I'm saying? Do, do you get what I'm saying? Leprous people, contagious people. No way. Let there be some meters. Hallelujah. Isaiah 26, please. To love everybody does not mean you must associate with everybody. Friends, colleagues, family, all the same. It doesn't mean that. There are some people that should be, that should be family by title. Friends by title. Colleagues by title. Not by relation. We are born of the on a demand, no. We are new You just go. On a mapriki. Anything goes, man, a demand. On a resolve or a no show. On a damper, no show. On a scala or no show. Everything goes. everything together as we got our missing 
ወያግሚስ አማሩቡለል ወሉ ወኩያለ ቦክሲ ፈዘቸለ ካልቪን የከሉካ መብሱ አይ ማናሁን አሁን የሄ አሁን ፋዛቶ ማጉበ ወያቦም ጋንዋ ኮኒቺ ለኒስ ቢሌለ ጋምናል ወባሳባቶ አማታለኝ ፓላዛ እኛ ጋር አቃል ሌትስ ሌትስ ሪድ አይዛ አይዛ 26 As at 26 you closer to death than you realize Ya min angeliwa hey Okay Okay Praise the Lord As at 26 ኡፓላላይ ልብታታ ለማን ስካላ ኡቴኒች ዩዝ ኖምፋዝ ኒቺሌ ንፔጊቴዝ ኦፍ አላይፍስ some of you men you abuse your wives that you abuse us you guys you abuse us She looks shy strong. Hey, hey. Mm. As I 26. ጥቁር <laughs> <laughs> Praise the Lord. Love your wives, your husbands. I listen to me. Yeah? Hey, I'm talking to the husbands. I listen to me. Hey. 
love your wives. Hey, I'm talking to you, Mary. Hey, love your wives. Amen. Hey, I'm, I'm talking to the husbands. Tandaraba first babe. Amen. They can look more abuser. Fornicator no joy. He looks shy through. Send him in. How's that one? Get PhD. Chapter 26. But hear me. Hear me well. Hear me and hear me well. In fact, hear God and hear him well. She hears his stroke. Are you there? Hey, listen to me. Yeah? Listen. You treat your wife like a dog. Your life will be like a dog. You treat your wife like some worthless thing. Your life, the end of it will be worthless. Do, do you know the story of that, that, that rush? Uh, who, who was it? Uh, the guy David killed and, and got his wife. No. No. And I forgot it. He treated such a lovely wife so badly. And then he still had the nerve to speak to David like he was some punk. That night he was finished when they took his wife. I'll leave it there. Amen. I'll leave it. You'll be watching from the grandstands. That's my wife. But he's not your wife. Somebody else's wife. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hmm. Who's off from she? Masses figures Zuluini, Laputi babes, Talamugmen. Umonas Azangi, Avelangi hung, got the Lord. We are here. When you are Salema flitting, you lay was Zuluini. Fact is flitting a bone or stay, Be careful. I'm not just talking. Ne? 
But when I get stopped the whole sermon to pass this message, and I'm passing it nicely again. Or don't shop against stroke. Sigotzilig. Few, 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 few months from now. Arvaling, Arvaling. What did I say, Isaiah? Okay, okay, wait. Let because uh, I need to I need to I need to rush through this because I need to start a new series. Okay, 30 more minutes, okay? Uh, this I was helping someone here. So Arebali, time post. Because <laughs> I was just trying to help someone. Ne? Let's, let's read uh, Isaiah chapter 4. Let's continue. Give me some volume. Isaiah 26 verse 3, please. Remember talking about Yetzer? You shall keep him. You will keep him. Whose Yetzer is stayed on you. Remember what Yetzer means. It means to form with the mind. You know those movies? More X-Men, more... Yeah, X-Men. That tele- telekinesis guy can control things with his mind. What, what? Yetzar. Yetzar is forming with the mind. So he says, you will keep him in shalom, shalom, whose Yetzar is what? So if the Lord becomes the construction of your yetzah, he says, God will keep you in perfect peace. Why? Because he's trying to protect something. You know what is he protecting? The ability of the spirit. He's protecting God's ability to work in your life. So until God works on your yetzah, on your dianoia, there are things in your life you can never experience. You understand? So he says, if you want to experience shalom, shalom, perfect peace, he says, begin to do what? Begin to set your yetzah on the Lord. So you practice it. You see, every morning before you wake, you wake up, every evening before you wake up, or in your free time, you set your mind on the Lord. How do you set your mind on the Lord? Who is the Lord? The Lord is the Word. You understand? So, so, so you set your mind on the word, on the Lord through the word. Did you hear what I said? You set your mind on the Lord through the word. You set your mind on the Lord through the word. So you start imagining the Lord through the word. You start contemplating the Lord through the word. Do you understand? Contemplating the Lord through the word. So how do you do it? Next week. Matthew. That's the secret to the prosperity of rest. See, if you come to the Friday, Tuesday, you, 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 you notice, you notice that the teachings is tailored in such a way that it, 
it will lead you into the rest of God. Hallelujah. So let's unlock this energy, all right? The anointing, the power of God, okay? Let's unlock it. Let's unlock it, okay? Let's unlock it. Is that fine? Is that fine? Let's unlock it. Let's unlock it. Matthew. Okay, Acts. Remember Acts, right? He said how God anointed Jesus Christ of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power. He was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. He was anointed with the Holy Ghost and with power. But when we look at the life of Jesus, it was two separate events. The anointing of the Holy Ghost and the anointing of power took place at different times. He was not anointed with power on the same day he was anointed with the Holy Ghost. Are you following me? You following me? Acts makes it seem like it was one thing. But the power came after something. Remember he says you shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come. He didn't say immediately. He did not say immediately. He didn't say you will receive the power immediately when the spirit comes. He said after. So the after is a duration that is determined by certain spiritual actions and processes that you set in motion. So that's one of the reasons why we have the Holy Spirit in our lives, but there are distinctions of power operating in our lives. You find some Christian is weaker than the other. Yet they have the same Holy Ghost. It is because of the facilitation of the power in that life that determines the flow. So the after can be two years. The after can be four years. The I feel the anointing of God. The after can be ten years. The after can be never. Because you don't receive power the same day you receive the Spirit. Matthew. Matthew. Matthew chapter 4 and then Luke chapter 4, please. Matthew chapter 4. Let's read verse 1. Bless the Lord. Shando Rabadabanta. Zigramanta. Matthew 4. Read it, please. Now, this was after the Spirit. This was after the Spirit came upon him. And the first day I explained this to you, remember? I said the key to the anointing is coming under the leadership, the governorship of the Spirit of God. Learning to yield and submit yourself under the authority of the Spirit. If the Spirit says go this way, you go. If the Spirit says wait, you wait. If the Spirit says do this, you do this. That is how you bring yourself into what? Into power. It is through the servanthood of the Spirit. Learning to serve the Spirit of God. How you serve the Spirit of God may be through the house of God. Maybe through a call he has given you. Maybe through a business he has given you. But whatever you do, you make sure that the parameters of your function are determined by that guidance. It is the Spirit of God leading you to do what you are, you are doing. That is how you come into power. So Jesus is led 
by the Spirit. The first introduction into the ministry of the Holy Spirit with Jesus was the leadership of the Spirit. Was Jesus learning to come under the dominion of the Spirit. But you must remember, the flesh is weak, even though the Spirit is willing. You may want to obey the Holy Ghost. You may want to walk with the Holy Ghost. But you find that your flesh is a prohibitor. Because in your flesh exists what? Exists hostile energy. <laughs> That's why Jesus said to them, he understood. He said the spirit is willing. But the flesh is weak. But you still have a, a role to play to bring your flesh under. To buffet your flesh. Because your flesh, come on, look at me now. Your flesh is the... Your flesh is your most present, the most powerful, and the most effective enemy to power. Many people think it's the devil. Many people think, oh, 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 the devil is stopping. No, it's not, it's not the devil. What's stopping you from praying five hours? What's stopping you from, 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 from meditating 18 hours? What's stopping you from staying on your knees for hours on end in prayer? Do you want to? There's no, there's no true Christian who does not want to spend time with God. But why do you spend less time than for, with God than you would want to? Than what you would prefer is the flesh. What's stopping you from following God 100% is the flesh. What is hindering you from accessing spiritual adventures is the flesh. Your flesh is your greatest enemy. Your flesh is the highest one to power. And Jesus was led by the Spirit. You see, what we don't realize when we see that, it was not, it was not that Jesus was going... To combat the devil. It was that Jesus was being led by the spirit. To tame his flesh. It was the taming of the flesh. That was the supreme priority of the spirit of God. Now don't forget this. Don't forget this. All of the energy. The Bible says being born again, not of corruptible seed, but of incorruptible, which is the word of God. He says you have become offsprings of the word. That means you have the very same energy code that the father has. You are no different to Jesus in the father's eyes. So all the energy of the spirit, all the energy of the word is domiciling you. That's why he says he's able to do more exceedingly abundantly above all that you ask or think according to the power that works in you. There's energy inside you. And it's that energy that administrates and facilitates the operations of the Spirit of God in your life. But access to that power, like I showed you, is limited to your yetzah. Number two, access to that power, and this is more importantly, is, is stopped and fought by your flesh. 
And this is one of the reasons why Jesus, the, 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 the suspension of the anointment of power was delayed by 40 days. Because he needed to be proved for power. You see, the Holy Ghost is a gift from God. You don't need to do anything to, to, to get the Holy Ghost. God can give you the Holy Ghost at any time. Because he is a gift from God. Do you understand? And the Holy Ghost was secured by the sacrifice of Christ. But for God to give you power, he must trust you. For energy, for anointing to begin operating in your life, it, 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 it's a matter of trust. It's not a matter of gift. So that's why there's a delay between, between the, the anointment of what the Holy Ghost and the anointment with power. And you will see it in Luke chapter 4. Let's go there quickly. So you can be tongue talker and be powerless. Church goer and be powerless. Tither and be powerless. Why? Because of what? Because of the flesh. And because of that, the energy that is responsible for the materialization of your desires, of your wishes, is what is held in the spirit. So you are praying, oh, my deliverance is coming. It's held in the spirit. It's not devils that are holding it. <laughs> That's why I told you, you must not forget what I taught you in the beginning. Because the energy that is responsible for your healing, you, you, in the name of Jesus, in the, healing is not coming. Healing is not materializing. The provisions are not coming. The provisions are not materializing. What's wrong? The unseen. Something is clogged in the matrix. Something is clogged. So what begins to happen is that your life becomes, begins becoming a life of delays. What you should be receiving in seven days, you are receiving in seven months. What should be coming in seven months comes after seven years. It's a life of delays because the, the, the spiritual energy is not operating right over your life. So it seems like the devils have power. The devils have more power over you. The devils have more force. They are, they are, they are more true than you. Uh -uh, it's not that. It, it's your flesh. It's your flesh. It's your flesh. It's your flesh. You, 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 you're waiting for that bus, but the bus is not coming. You need to go somewhere, but the transportation is not coming. You are waiting. You are what? It begins to rain. It begins to thunder. It begins to snow. You go through all the seasons of life. You are there at the bus stop, waiting for the bus. Because without that bus, you can't enter. The bus is the anointing. The bus is the power. Why is it not coming? What's holding it up? 
Luke chapter 4 quickly. Listen to me. You hear me. You hear me well this afternoon. And you apply what I teach you. Your life will change. It will not take, it will not take three months. Listen to me. It will not take three months. It will not take two months for certain things in your life to be super accelerated. I'm telling you. You listen to me, Michael. You listen to me. You will find that bad, bad orders of blessings will begin to flow in your life. Because it is never a question of whether or not God is willing. Let's read it. Luke chapter 4. Hallelujah. 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 Let's read. Verse number 14. Then Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit to Galilee. And Jesus returned. He went in led by the Spirit. He returned in the power of the Spirit. He went in led by the Spirit. He returned in the power of the Spirit. He went in powerless. He returned with power. He went in. Only with spirit. He came back with power. What happened? What happened? He faced the devil. You know what happened? He fasted. He fasted. He fasted. 40 days, 40 nights, with no food, with no water, he fasted. Oh. So Jesus could never have overcome the devil without having fasted. What we look at most of the time when we look at that, that encounter, we look at the fact that Jesus used the word. He used the word fasted. He didn't just use the word, Mike. He used the word fasted. Do you understand it now? Do you understand it now? He released the energy fasted. So the 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 really the the highlight of the 40 days was the fasting. The Holy Ghost did not tell him to fast. This is what I want you to realize. The Holy Ghost did not instruct him to fight to fast. 
The Holy Ghost only led him to the wilderness to be tempted. Jesus decided to fast. Jesus decided to fast. The Holy Ghost did not tell him. Jesus must have known that in order for me to overcome the temptation, I must operate a higher dimension. I must what? I must stay away from foods that are from this earth. Now, we, we, we need to find out whether or not the, the hypothesis I'm presenting to you is really true. Because I'm saying to you that it was the incorporation or incorporation of the law of fasting that enabled Jesus to triumph and come up with power. Because of the value of fasting in the spirit. Fasting started with Adam. God said to him, you must fast from this tree. His life in the garden. His life in luxury. His life in peace. His life in prosperity. His life in the garden of God. His life in the rest of God. Was determined by his fasting. The day you eat, you die. The day you eat, you, are, you, you will come out of the rest. So it was fasting that kept Adam in the rest. And Jesus does what? He goes into the garden and he fasts. He fasts. He stays away from food. The thing that kept Adam out was the very same thing that granted Jesus his power. You want a business. You want a job. You want a marriage. Fast. Fast. You want to break habits. Fast. This is not the psychological realm. Is is the is the real realm of life. Brother, you want to let devils, you, 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 want to, you want to make devils stop following you around? Starve them. Matthew 17. And then we'll pray. You want the heavens to open? Fast. Fast. <laughs> Fast. You want acceleration. Remember I told you about how energy is clogged up? Fast. Naturally, doctors say, doctors say that the best way to purify your body, to detox your body, is to fast. That's what doctors say. That the best way to detox your body, to reset your body, 
is to fast. Now, truth is parallel. What is true in the physical is also true in the spirit. The best way to cause a flow of spiritual currents, that those channels of power that are clogged up, the best way to, to unlock them, to unleash them, is to fast. The best way to remove impurities, the devils out of your life, is to fast. Let's read. I, 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 want, I want us to make sure that we are on the same page. Because really, this is, this is the, the crux of the anointing series. Read, 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 Mark 17, Matthew 17. Matthew 17. You see, there are things in your life, Mike, that your faith cannot deal with. Your faith alone will not be enough. There are things alone that your prayers will not be enough. There are things alone, there are things that by, by, by declaration alone, it will not be enough. Jesus said it. Jesus said it. When he came down from the mountain. And that guy said, your, your, your disciples could not heal them. He said, I brought, I brought him to your disciples. But they could not heal him. They could not cure him. Jesus said, oh, you perverse generation. How long shall I be with you? Later, the disciples asked him, why could we not heal you? Why did the power not flow? Why did the energy not do its work? Listen to the response of the master. Listen. The, 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 the best kept secret in the spirit realm, fasting. This thing is so powerful. Né? This thing is so powerful that it changed God's judgment against a wicked man. Elijah came and pronounced judgment on Ahab. And he told him how he will die, how he will suffer. That night, the Bible says Ahab fasted. And God said to Ahab, he said, Seize how, do you see how Ahab humbles himself before me? Hey! Hey! But the Bible never said that he, he prayed to God. He, all he did was fast. God says, nevertheless, the thing that I've determined to do, I will not do in his life, but in his son's life. Fasting postpones judgment. Read there. Why, Lord, couldn't I get my prayer answered? Why, Lord, couldn't my declaration be established? Why, Lord, did my faith not work? Why, Lord, did the power not work? Why? And Jesus said to them, 
because of your unbelief. For surely I said to you, if you have faith as a master's seed, you will say to this mountain, move from here into there and we'll move. And nothing will be impossible for you. However, however, how, 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 how this kind does not go out except by fasting and prayer. That means there are devils you can't cast out. There are devils, no matter how much you say, come out in the name of Jesus, come out in the name of Jesus, they'll never come out. They don't respond to that mechanism. Until you fast and pray. He says you only need to cast them out. They leave by themselves. There are, are kinds. There are some circumstances, some situations. My brother and my sister, your kabarakia karaba will not be enough. No matter how much you do it, no matter how long you do it, it will not be enough. What they require is abstinence from food. They require to abstain from food, to abstain from the activity of man and get into the activity of spirits. Listen to me. Listen to me. You hear what I'm teaching you. You start applying it toward things in your life. It will not take time. The energy responsible for materialization, you will begin working in your life in ways you have never thought before. Jesus fasted deliberately, consciously. He fasted. This kind does not go out except by fasting. And what? Notice what comes first. Bye. 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 Do you see it? Do you see it? See why the devil whip us? See why he whips us? See why he can, he can manipulate certain things in our lives, in our destinies? You see, do, you see, do you see it? Do you see it, Masala? Do you see it? Every time you say, I'm going to fast, the devil will make sure that he preaches food to you. He preaches meals to you. Why? 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 Why don't you think about food when you're not fasting? But you, do, you think about food when you're not. You don't think about it when you're not. You think about it when you are. Why? It's an attack on your mind. I told you the flesh will what? Will prohibit you. Flesh doesn't want you to have power because once you have power, you have, you'll, have, you'll have supremacy over it. Flesh wants to sleep at 11 under its own accord or under its own 
a convenience. Flesh doesn't want to be sleeping. Flesh wants to sleep at three under its own convenience, not under yours. Flesh doesn't want to sleep at three pray. But he says, fast. He will follow you. This is the secret to untapped power, to untapped energy. Fasting. Fasting. What? What do you do when you are fasting? You are quickening the spirit. You are quickening. Can I show you one last scripture? One last scripture. One last scripture. Isaiah, I mean Job. And then I want us to pray. Chapter 38, I think. Hallelujah. 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 Verse 19. Where is the way to the dwelling of light? Job 38 verse 19. Where is the way of the dwelling of light? Where is the way of the verse 22 have you entered the treasury of snow or have you seen the treasury of power let me show you something else where is the way of light? The way of the dwelling of light. You heard that? Uh, Jesus. Ooh, dear Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord, dear Lord. Mika. No, Habakkuk, Habakkuk, Habakkuk chapter 3. Bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord, bless the Lord. Iragege zega badabahaya. Shanam barosta da gragista pratabonkalita zaya. Let's read verse 4. Mika chapter 3 verse 4. Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 4. His brightness was like the light. And he had rays flashing from his hand. And there 
His power was hidden. I'll read it to you again. He's talking about the Lord. He says, His brightness was like the light. He had rays, 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 rays. You understand what I'm saying? You understand? You understand? The, the real Goku of life is the Lord. He said he had rays coming out of his head. He says, there, there was his power hidden. There was his power hidden. In what? In the rays in his hands. He says, there was his power hidden. He says, where is the path or the way to the dwelling of light? He says it is his hand. Pastor, what are you telling me? What are you telling me? Fasting is the employment of God's hand. Fasting is the employment of God's hand. See, when you fast, you are relegating yourself from all earthly systems to the system of God's power. Is in his hand. He retained in the power of the spirit. So that means in the spirit, what did God do? He stretched out his hand over Christ. What was their prayer in Acts chapter 4? Stretch forth now thy hand. With signs and wonders. You, you want signs and wonders in your life. It is God's outstretched arm fast. Are you listening to me? Fast. Some of you, some of you, there are things that are delayed. There are things that are overdue. But still, fast. No, you've prayed enough. Fast. Fast. For how long? For as long as it takes for you to be quickened. Are you listening to me? For as long as it takes for you to be quickened. Sometimes when you pray, we're going home. Sometimes when you pray, you can hear that this prayer is not moving you. It is not doing anything. You know it. There are, there are times you pray, you know, I, I, I. But you are just doing it. Right? That's what we call unquickened prayer. You are praying. Tongues are coming out. But it's like the spirit is not in it. But there are times where you, you proceed along those lines. All of a sudden, something just happens. You are quickened. The, the tongues, the, the vocabulary, the speed, the force is different. All of a sudden, you know, no, this is beyond me. There's an addition here. It's like there's another force. If you've prayed long hours or if you've prayed intently, you would know. All of a sudden, the, 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 the pacto is, is, not, is not your normal pacto, but, but, but it, it comes with force. It moves you. Ah. It moves you. you. You know that one? Have you ever been there? 
you start vibrating. You, you, you know, and the Bible says, and they were moved by the Holy Ghost. You, you know what it means, boy? They vibrated. All of a sudden, you start. It's, it's not your body that's moving now. It's moving involuntarily. Something is moving. You are quickened. You are. Now, when you fast, when you fast, when you enter into a fast, and you tell, I'm not going to eat anything. Maybe for 24 hours. I'm not going to eat anything. I'm fasting regarding this. You don't need to pray. You see, let, let, me, let, me, let me help you. Let me help you. There are things prayer does that fasting cannot do. There are things fasting does that prayer cannot do. That even if it happens because you pray, it was not because of the prayer. It was because of the fasting. I'll give you an example. Jesus said, you will lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. You, you can say in the name of Jesus, be healed. But if the, if the, when, when the person gets healed, it's not you're in the name of Jesus, be healed, that healed them. It was the operation of the law of the laying on of hands. The fact that you laid on hands set in motion the laws of the spirit. Concerning that, because Jesus said, it is the laying on of hands, not the laying on and praying. You, you understand? So, you can say, oh, I prayed for him, he was healed. No, you laid hands. That's what healed him. It's not your prayer. It's like when you're operating in the gifts of the spirit. You can say anything and it will work. But it's not what you say. It's what was operating. It was the manifestation of the gift. It's the same in this arena I'm, I'm, I'm introducing in, into you start doing that, bro. You don't. You don't need to. You don't need to. <laughs> you don't need to pray. There are other elements where you need to add your praying. You add fasting to your praying. You understand? And there are other elements where you need to add prayer to your fasting. You must put it in order. You are fasting. You you are not praying and fasting. There are other times where you need to pray and fast. There are other times where you need to fast and add prayer. But there are other times you just need to fast. Just like there are other times you can pray without fasting. The Bible never said Jesus was in the wilderness praying. He fasted 40 days. No mention of prayer. The Bible says he was there alone with the wild beasts. He never prayed. I can assure you he never prayed. Do you see it now? Do you see it now? Listen, my brothers and my sisters, this is the order of this new phase. These are spiritual tools, resources that are deployed to you. We are accessing the supernatural dimensions of God and we need as much knowledge, as much information as how to know how these dimensions work. The Bible says that... Daniel fasted for three full weeks. He fasted. He says, I ate no pleasant food for three weeks. The angel came. The Bible never said he fasted and prayed. But in chapter 9, that's when he fasted and he prayed. But for the three full weeks, he was doing his job, doing, but he was fasting. 
And then while they were away at the river of Tigris, the angel came. Fasting. See, sometimes we need to be biblical in, this, in structuring our life. Because life is practical. You see it? You can undo generations of harm fasting. When you go back home now, right, in your time of leisure, whenever, check out Isaiah 58. We're going home, okay? Check out Isaiah 58. Praise the Lord. Check it out. Check it out. Hallelujah. The days of the Lord have come upon us. Says, come unto me, all ye that are heavy leading. I will give rest for your souls. Bless the Lord. You've given me your time. Bless God. Stand up. Stand up. Thank you. But I was trying to help you. I hope you are helped. You do all these things we are teaching you practically. Oh God Almighty. Oh God Almighty. <laughs> Your life will be a wonder. You understand? Your life will be a wonder. A wonder. Lift up your hands and begin praying. Kalon Advikas Kabai. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Shaprando zakata kaprakabakati. Shelabronda kasaka branda klabrada barakosete. Shebalonta kaprada baloska shkada bando zalande. Rakabababai. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank Him for His light. Let the Word be ingrained in you. Aramanda kabadabaila. Shabola Katamia. Hey! Rombai Kabola. Sometimes we are, we are not aware of what our actions trigger in the spirit. And we don't realize the things that are set in motion when we engage in certain spiritual activity. For instance, I'll give you an example. Last week, we were receiving offerings. We were receiving tithes. And just as I just finished receiving the, the tithes and the offerings and started praying for the offerings, an angel came 
So I saw him as, and I thought, let me finish here. An angel came, he walked in. Strong built being with golden brown hair. He came and, I, and I'm praying and when I said amen and I said, let's, let's just pray, I inquired, who are you? And the angel said to me, I go by many names. But you can call me Abani. And I have been sent to overtake with blessing. Now, the angel, it's, for, for me it's strange because the angel came exactly when the offerings were received. How was it known that now we are receiving offerings? No, I'm just trying to show you the intelligence of the spiritual realm. How was it known? Because it didn't come before. It didn't come while I was preaching here. It didn't come then. Exactly as I was praying for the offerings. And he says, I am abundance. He goes by many names. I don't know them. But he said, I'm, I can call him abundance. That's probably not his name. But it is the name by which he reveals himself. For the purpose of what he wants to do. You understand? But that's not his name. Because he says he goes by many names. God knows what those names are. But the, the thing I'm trying to show you is that we give offerings, but because we are not aware or conscious of the spiritual implications of what we are doing, we think I, it's just something that we do at the end of a service. Now I ask you, what, what, was, what took place last week? Can it be repeated by man? Can it be the work of man? Can it be something that I just conjure up or feel like this is what must happen. No, all of you were here last week. For those of you who experienced, you were here. It, it, a man can't do those things. A man like, I, what is in a man? That can produce so much spiritual energy in, in two minutes. The whole place became a second service. In two minutes. So it's, it's impossible that a man could manufacture this. But the activity triggered the moving of the spirit. You understand? So when, when we do things like worship, when we do things like prayer, all, when we move into all these different segments in the service, like prayer, like uh, the word, uh, uh, the, the teaching of the word of God. Don't, don't take those things lightly. Don't take those, because sometimes while I'm teaching like this, a word of knowledge comes, word of wisdom comes, discerning of spirits comes, and I'm able to perceive in the spirit realm. So a lot goes on beyond what we can see. But our confidence is that what we are engaged in, it's a spiritual activity of the kingdom. You understand? It's a spiritual activity of the kingdom. So when you engage or participate in it, your mind should always be on its significance. Because one encounter can change your whole life. One encounter can change your whole life. Some of you already began experiencing the outflow of the working of the angel. It's not a man. I can't do it. 
You heard, you heard the beautiful testimony that was shared this week. From one moment, one. A hundred thousand more things in, in dimension, in quality, in, 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 in density, in abundance can happen. So we, we, we must never undermine or degrade the spiritual activities that take place in the service. You know, I'll, I'll, share, I'll share with you one little thing before I receive your tithes and your offerings. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 5, he says, he says that the, the priests, they offered up to God gifts and sacrifices for sin. For sin. They offered gifts and not, not just sacrifices, gifts. Gifts. For sin, Mike. That means they would offer to God sacrifices for their sins and God would write them off. Their sin is a spiritual thing. Sin, hello. Sin is a spiritual thing. But the Bible says that God would receive gifts and sacrifices for sin. For your offering addresses things much more beyond your physical or financial circumstance. You see, there are things within your own life, things that are within your, your, your own aeon that are broken down. You don't know it because you don't, you, you don't know what you can see unless it be revealed to you. And that's why the platform of offering is an eternal one. Remember, it was to Melchizedek that Abraham gave tithes. And the Bible says that God said, I swear, you are a priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. So the order of Melchizedek receives tithes. And it is to that order that we belong to. And that's why he says, here men receive tithes, but there he receives them, of whom it is witness that he lives. So it, it's thing, matters like tithes, offerings, prayers, fastings, the word, those are heavy matters in the spirit. Heavy matters in the spirit. That's why we should not, we should not disregard them. Amen? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. So you can sit down. You can sit down. Let's receive tithes. Let's receive special offerings. In the meanwhile, take out your own offerings. Bless the Lord. Sakabanta. We will receive tithes uh, and of special offerings now. And then take out your offerings, your free will offerings to the Lord. Okay, no tithe. Special offering. Uh, what's this for? <laughs> 